This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Frame. Mother's Day is almost here. What are you getting her? Something that shows you care. Something that makes her feel loved. Something that won't stress you out. Something like the Skylight Frame. The Skylight Frame is the perfect gift. It's a touchscreen photo frame your whole family can upload photos to from wherever they are in the world. It's a way to share with her all the moments that matter. It sets up in seconds. You can even make sure that it's already loaded with photos when your mom opens her Mother's Day gift. And her Skylight Frame can hold thousands of the treasured photos you share. It's an easy, heartfelt way for mom to stay connected with those who matter most. It really is the perfect gift. Now, as a special Mother's Day offer for our listeners, Get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightframe.com slash easy. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Matthew Byler, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get patron-only bonus stories, a sticker, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. This is Maya, and you're listening to That Story Show. Please consider donating just a nickel and a dime and a quarter and a penny per month. <laughs> well, actually, that's a lot of cash. Maybe I should just leave this part to James. <laughs> Hey! This is that story show, people. Hallelujah! Hey, it was cooking pizza. I turned into a bat. I flew into this tweet. I left her some guano. Man, I love our listeners. Hey, podcast people, this is That Story Show where we're telling hilarious real-life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 368, brought to you the week of January 23rd, 2021. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, and my good friend happens to be right here. Yes, hey, I'm John, and usually I use this moment to say something weird or quirky, but I have to comment on that amazing <laughs> intro that we just had. I know. That was awesome. So creative and 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 just awesome. Downright yeah. downright adorable. I laughed out loud. I don't know if the mic picked it up, but I did too. LOL'd. So that was good stuff. Uh, <sighs> welcome to another Thank show, God. everybody. Welcome, John. Thanks, James. Glad to have you back. And uh, chat room, it's always nice for you to join us. We're recording on a Saturday, not that podcast people care, but uh, we we still wanted to get one in this week. Uh, Thursday ended up being a birthday day, right? Mm -hmm. So did Friday, yeah. Yeah. You have a strange situation in your house where two people have almost matching birthdays. Yeah, it's very interesting. So our oldest, Johnny, uh, was born on the 21st of January. And then the next day, his mother decided to have her birthday. Which so she was actually, born the day after your son? That's so weird. Yeah, I guess it's kind of different, though, because she was born first. Oh, oh, okay. So she decided to give birth. She's like, I'm not going to have a child on my birthday. So she decided to. Oh, so you guys, you guys did it, huh? You, you instigated it. Uh, not really. Oh, I mean, oh. we were actually going to, uh, and it was scheduled for that day, but. Amy went into labor instead, so. Okay. And I'm just, I'm glad it wasn't a real long labor because it would have, I don't know, maybe it would have been easier to have both of their birthdays on the same day. It's kind of stressful. I don't know. Jenna had her birthday on December 15th and it kind of split December in half for us mm. and it kind of ruins Christmas. And I would never say that to her face. <laughs> I love her. She's precious. She's everything to me, but I kind of hate her. A little bit. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, kidding, sweetheart. That's good. Kidding. Yeah, because she's going to listen to this in 20 years. Yes, yes, she will. When when her dad is dead in 20 years, because that's all I've got left, she'll go back and yeah. she'll listen and she'll hear that her father hated her. And that will be, <laughs> that'll be a tear coming down her face. 
Um, She'll be almost 40 in 20 years. Somebody in the chat room asked Mm. the question, what the heck is the deal with the nickel and a dime and a quarter and a penny? Well, it's time to refresh your minds if you don't know. I can't imagine. I mean, we have thousands of listeners. Somebody out there is new to the show and doesn't know. So I'll sing it for you. Nickel and a dime and a quarter and a penny and a nickel and a dime and a quarter and a penny. A nickel and a dime and a quarter and a penny. That's a lot of cash. Yep. Now that song is stuck in your head. (laughs) It's a nickel and a dime and a quarter and a penny. Because it keeps going. A nickel and a dime and a quarter and a penny. And a nickel and a dime and a quarter and a penny. That's a lot of cash. A whole lot. (laughs) Just just keeps, yeah. So there you go. So there you go. That's what it is. And that's a lot of cash. Thank you and you're welcome. So we always start with a story. This one's called Grilled Wrap. And it comes to us from Noah who works for Chick-fil-A. Sweet. We love our Chick-fil-A employees that work for Chick-fil-A. We love Christian chicken most. It's the Mm. best. It's the best kind. It's spirit-filled. Hey, James and John, I'm a high school junior who works at Chick-fil-A, so that means you'll most likely get some weird stories from me. (laughs) Why why does it necessarily mean that we're going to get weird stories? Do weird things happen at Chick-fil-A that you're not telling us about? Is weird things happening to my chicken? Mm. Hmm. I hope not. Anyway. Mm. I usually work on the drive-thru taking orders. And if you've ever been to a Chick-fil-A drive-thru, which I'm sure you have, they usually have these big awnings that cover the main area where the people take orders. Yeah, our yes. our local one just got them, actually. Really? Yeah, because they started doing everything outside because of COVID. Yep. COVID so right. it has fans attached to us that cool us down in the summer and big heaters that hang down and keep us warm in the winter. So it's the very beginning of January, and since everyone's fat and content after the holidays, the restaurant isn't super busy. I was working on the second lane, which was empty at that moment, and I was standing directly under one of the heaters. One of my coworkers went over to the control panel to turn on the heaters, and one of my other coworkers, who was standing right next to me, asked, Are you trying to kill Noah? I didn't think much of it, since my coworkers are weird. And we stood there <laughs> chatting for a while, since the drive through was completely empty, as the car started to filter back in, I looked back up at the heater and saw a small stream of smoke coming out of the end of it. Ah, uh, I said intelligently. One of my coworkers, the one that turned the heater on, looked over at the heater and said, yeah, I'd move away from there if I were you. <laughs> at that moment, I heard a gentle whoop. I don't know if I did that right. Is that how you say whoop? Anyway, I looked back up at the heater in time to see a small fireball emitting from the heater. (laughs) As I watched, the fireball gradually got bigger and more frequent. I I was dressed in my winter coat. Um, I would have become a a, a Chick-fil-A grilled wrap if I had been standing where I was a minute ago. (laughs) Turn it off! Turn it off! My coworker shouted, running over to the control panel and shutting down the pyrotechnic show. Needless to say, we didn't use the heaters for the rest of the day. Have a blessed day, and I hope this makes it on the show. Well, it did. So it you did. Bell. And uh, it's our pleasure, actually. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it See what I did there? You the did. It was awesome. Uh, so... I always, oh, I always feel bad about Chick-fil-A employees saying thank you to them. It requires them. It turns them into a robot where they have to say, my pleasure. It, well, here's the thing. It becomes second nature because I, I, there's a guy in our church that um, he, he's actually a listener. And so I'm going to call him out, Dave. Hey, um, Dave. He, he works at corporate and is such part of his like nature. Like I heard him and his wife talking the other day. And she said, thanks for something. And he said, it's my pleasure. <laughs> I was like, it's like it, he didn't have to say that, but it just came out. So. Yeah, let's see. They've been brainwashed, man, into being polite. And uh, I, You know, if that's brainwashing, I need some of it. Yeah, I guess it's, you're uh, right. I, I, I guess you're right. I need to brainwash my kids to be polite. <laughs> Both my kids are in trouble right now. Ooh. I know, I know. Maybe I should save that for this. All right, so here it is. I'm going to tell them my kids. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> my kids are perfect. Everybody thinks so, and I think so. But sometimes they do bad stuff. So sometimes both of them, not. both of them, grounded 
And uh, one of them, oh, both of them, yeah, grounded. they're both grounded. Well, one for uh, two, both of them for two weeks, I believe. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. I know, right? Um, they they never do anything wrong, but when they do, it stacks up. It's like they save it up and then they do it all at one time. So my mm. son plays Fortnite. Okay, yeah, and it's very addictive, and it's a free to play game, and it's set up to want to suck your money, and that's why I didn't mm-hmm. want him to yeah. play it. I didn't want him to play it. I didn't want him to get involved, but he wanted to play it. I didn't want to be a butt. So I said, okay, but I said, it's a money sucking game and you're going to pick how much money you're going to spend on the game. And then that's it. That's all you're going to spend. And he's, Mm -hmm. he bought, he bought a package that was worth about $35. And he said, I said, that's it. Now you're going to come to me later and you're going to be like, dad, can I spend more? And I'm going to say, no. Because this is about right. I, I I had actually, in my mind, approved up to $60 because, and this is the only reason why, I have paid $60 for a video game before, you know? Yeah. So in yeah. my mind, that's the most he could have spent, but he, he chose $35. And so he spent the money, he's playing his game. Well, um, I don't know how it happened. I think it was mostly because of the Epic game system. I had to add his email to my phone so i get all his emails and he doesn't okay. he doesn't use email he doesn't receive emails he doesn't send emails right. so it i didn't even think about getting rid of it but just the other day um it pops up that he had, that, that some v bucks had been added to his account uh-huh. and I, i'm like jay what the heck is this what is this and he's like i don't know i don't know man i don't know i'm like dude it's right here Somebody spent a $20 gift card and cashed it in. It says so, and it's thanking you for it. He's like, oh, it was me. It was me. <laughs> it was I did me. it. <laughs> and uh, so he couldn't He couldn't even properly lie. He's just, he's too good of a kid. But he uh, he had bought it with a gift card so that would be no trail. And, ah. and instead of the money that they keep with us, because we keep their money in a, in a bank account kind of situation, and then we we spend it for them you know yeah um but yeah so he had used a a, a, a card to to get it and uh and thought he thought he had gotten away with it too but oh man that was so so he's in trouble not for spending the money but for being sneaky he's for both it, it's it's okay it's a little bit for lying because he lied a little bit and um even though he came clean pretty quick he still lied uh but he wasn't supposed to spend the money and, and there's certain things they're not supposed to spend money on one of them's food for instance, and, oh. and anything, uh, they have to keep a minimum of a hundred dollars in their account. And, you know, there's other, just the little basic rules, but that one was a big deal. We had decided he wasn't spending more money on that game and he mm. spent $20 more. And I'm like, dude, for $10 a month, they have a subscription service now, you know, and you can keep up to date and get V bucks every month. And, and, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. So why, why didn't you swing that way? You know, if you were going to do something bad, but anyway, so he's off the game. <laughs> he's off the game for so two that's weeks. That's his punishment. Okay. So, so he spent the money. He got the, he got the game taken away for two weeks, two weeks and no media as well. So he's, Ooh. he's, he's, he's like going cold Turkey, dude. He doesn't know oh, what to man. do himself. And he has to work <laughs> off. He has to work off $20 worth of money worth of income. Ah, so, okay. Because at the end of it, he still gets the benefit of that 20 bucks. I mean, we can't, you know, reverse that or anything. So, right. um, so we have to make him hate the $20. <laughs> That's our job. <laughs> well, you have to hate it. So I hate that I am enjoying this $25. Oh, I worked hard for that 25. I paid a lot more than $25 yes. for that $25. Yeah. So, uh, my daughter, um, on the other hand, um, <laughs> she's going to kill me, but, Uh-oh. uh, she went to practice in, in the car and, um, there was no practice lo and behold. And rather than coming home or calling and telling us, she says, Hey, I got free time. Got, got two hours of free time. That's right. That's right. Oh. So she goes and gets herself a soda. And while she's doing that, which I wouldn't have minded so much, you know, if I'd known where she was. Yeah, but she but, you know. she gets a call from a friend who needs a ride to the game, not to practice because there is no practice. There was supposed to be practice. She wasn't lying about practice. Somebody lied to mm-hmm. her and misled her. But anyway, so she goes way, 
way out of St. Louis to go get this girl and didn't realize she was going to be driving that far. But all of a sudden we're wondering where she is because she's not showing up in the right place on, on life 360. Yeah. 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 So, uh, where are you going? So she tells me that she is, uh, out with the coach and the coach is going to pick up somebody. And, um, Uh and I said, well, I'm, I'm, I'm here at that school and I don't see the car. And she's like, it's parked across the street. I'm like, I'm looking across the street. There's no car. Well, it's there. I don't know what you're talking about. So, <gasps> whoa. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. So, anyway, <laughs> um, this is not, this is not show appropriate material. I'm telling my life story. <laughs> this is supposed to be for Gospel of Kinnison. But anyway, now you're invested. You have to listen. So, yeah. But- <laughs> <laughs> We're going to turn this into something funny. <laughs> so, anyway, um, yeah. James. She, she uh she ends up uh showing up at the school and she comes walking up to me and and I'm like where's the car you know where cuz I've looked everywhere for this car and and she's like I- I'll I'll take you to it and we drive out of the school and around the corner and it's parked sure enough across the street behind this building and and I said why didn't you park in the in the back of the school like everybody else I I don't know it's just a habit from parking here from school and blah, blah, blah. Cause she drives to school once in a while. Yeah. And she's not allowed to park in the school parking lot. So she parks on the street. And, um, anyway, so that was that. And, and we're all afraid that she was off doing something she wasn't supposed to do, but she, she claims that she's been with the coach. So we're trying to get a hold of the coach. We get a phone number. We keep texting. We keep calling the coach won't answer the phone. Um, and, mm-hmm. uh, Finally, I, I was I was down to my knees. I was praying, and I was like, "God, um, I don't know how much of you is in that woman, in that girl. Uh, I don't <laughs> I don't know how how well we've done. I really don't know how well we've done uh, with with introducing you to our children. I mean, she's she's a Christian and all that, but you know, we don't do the typical church thing." I said, "But if there is anything, stir up in her and have her have her come clean." Because, you know, there's still something wonky here. And sure enough, yeah. the next day she comes in and she's like, I need to sit down. And she she tells me the whole thing that she did take the car and that she did go driving. And, oh, uh, man. And she did pick up her friend. And, and it was such a relief because she's like, I was getting, she says, I don't understand it. I was getting, um, I was getting uh, 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 nauseous when I was thinking oh. about it. And I'm like. Dude, I got an answer prayer. You got an answer from God. <laughs> there's two, there's two things that are confirmed here. One, there is something in there <laughs> of God. And two, my prayer works. So it's like, yay. And uh, Man, I need to pray that prayer more often. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and so I was so proud of her for coming forward and, and telling the truth. I said, but you don't understand your mom and I were just worried that it was like something even worse than all of that. So anyway, she gets, she gets two weeks off, uh, of, of, uh, restriction. She has two weeks restriction. She gets one week with no car and one week mm. with restricted car use, basically meaning, only stuff we want her to do, not stuff she gets to yeah. do, like go to Starbucks and go to Target and go right. pick up her friends and stuff like that. So you gotta go pick up her brother from not playing video games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that is that is the whole thing in a nutshell. That's wow, my weekly update. I'm gonna just That's leave a it right big nut, there, man. It's a- also, <laughs> well, when my kids are bad, I, I've decided though, parenting at teenagers is, is I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, I've done it enough for the in the last week for for the rest of whatever. I'm I, <laughs> until it, they're it, twenty. It, it takes energy. It really does to parent the teenagers. It's so yeah. rough, and uh, that was a lot of parenting all at one time. And so I'm gonna I'm just gonna not parent for a while. Just take it. <laughs> make your wife do it. <laughs> yeah, she's she feels the same way though. So. I don't know. I don't think the kids know that we're not parenting, but if if <laughs> if they did know, they might they might be playing might video games and, and driving cars and stuff. So <laughs> we're done. That's awesome. We're done for a well, while. Well, congratulations. That seems like a milestone. So uh <laughs> it was it was special. You know why it's special? Because the day that she um the day that she did the deed, 
Okay. We don't know the truth. We just think that she's been out with coach. She got in an accident on the way home. What? Yes. A small fender bender. She was fine. Everybody was fine. The, even the yeah. other, the other car people were really nice. Told them to call, told, told her to call her family. We, we, she was 10 minutes away. We came out there and, and helped and the cops showed up and they were even nice. They're like, Hey, we were all 16 once we've been through this, you know, calm down. Cause she was like really super upset and just, you know, hysterical and freezing to death. And I gave her my coat cause I'm dad of the year. And, um, anyway, after it was all over, it was the ne- it was the day after that, that she came forward and with everything, cause she said that the accident really woke her up and had her realize that we do need to know where she's at and she needs to be where she's supposed to be. Wow. So, and so life stepped in and, and <laughs> taught her a lesson that no dad or mom could ever teach. And so, oh yeah, it's a good deal. And well, now, she- now we have to pay, you know, I don't know how much more, more money in, uh, well, there's a $500 deductible that she's going to cover with her own money. And, uh, mm-hmm. we're getting the car fixed and, uh, my wife's driving a rental. So now, you know, all the oh, Kennison business and it's none of your business. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> we're going to have to restart the show, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's just cut this piece out and turn it into a, a gospel, gospel of Kennison. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, and I'll just be the, the cautious bystander, I guess. I yeah, yeah. There you go. So what's been going on <laughs> in your world, John? Well, gee, my son just turned 16, but he doesn't even have his learner's permit yet. So he's, he's not driving at all. I've heard about that, about kids that just yeah. not interested. I don't, he's interested, but he's also not interested. Yeah. So I don't really, I don't really know. Uh, but I'm not pressing it because he's happy and we don't care. Yeah. So besides, I, I, I'm not looking forward to paying extra in insurance. Just exactly. Man, we paid it. <laughs> we, we put her on the insurance last week and, and this week oh, she man. got in the accident. So wow. it was like, dang. Nice timing. I know. Right. But the insurance company hates us now. Uh, so. Well, they'll get over it. Nothing that uh, nothing a few extra dollars can't make them feel better about, right? That's true. That's sure. True. I don't have a, anything awesome like that, but I can tell you about something that happened on Christmas Eve. How's okay. that? Sounds good. Okay. So as as every church probably in America does, you always have that big Christmas Eve program that you know as a as an attender you love because you know it's just that special moment. But as yeah. a person who works in the church, it's that moment where. <laughs> You can't enjoy the month of December until Christmas Eve is over because of everything. So, you know, all that goes into it. So we're we're getting ready for a Christmas Eve service. And um, this year we were going to do something awesome. We were going to, we have, you know, lights in our sanctuary and stuff like that. Just, you know, like effects lights, not just lights that you turn on for, so you can see. But we have lights that make things look good, right? Ah, Cool. So one of the things that uh, really makes those lights stand out is a smoke machine. Ooh. Yeah. So, you know. You, is that you a smoke some, machine or a hazer? A hazer. Right. Yeah. It's it's basically the same thing. You know, it does the same stuff, but it just pumps it out longer. Yeah. Um, so we were hazing the room up, putting some atmosphere in there. And um, we had tested it on the 23rd uh, so that we would make sure that everything was working right. You know, just kind of a dress rehearsal thing. Well, we were getting ready, you know. And um, decided to put a little bit extra in the room. Mm. And uh, we put a lot extra in the room. <laughs> and, and, and it was so hazed in there. It was like it was like somebody had lit a fire off in the, in the room. <laughs> and there was so much smoke in the room that um, it actually triggered the fire alarm. No! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like rookie mistake number 10 there. Um, like... But that's what we did. And I say we because I wasn't the only one involved in it. Um, and I don't want to rat the other person out. But uh, <laughs> so so I'm, I'm trying to turn the fire alarms off. And it's just like, you know, I don't need this extra stress in my life. Yeah. Because it's stressful enough. It's Christmas Eve and we got people showing up in a couple hours for this big production. I don't need this fire alarm going off too. So I'm trying to turn it off. And then the fire department shows up. <laughs> in this room trying to turn things off and one of the other pastors says hey the fire department's here and i i just opened the door and i'm like tell them we don't need them <laughs> but no they 
they decided to stay and uh, help us get the smoke cleared out of the room. So I just want to uh, thank the uh, Coweta County Fire Department for <laughs> sending some, and specifically the guy who came out, he's not the fire chief, but he's one of the captains. Um, he was a kid that was in my youth group when I had started as a youth pastor. Oh boy. You know, back in 97. And um, I saw him, I, was, I hadn't seen him in years. I was like, hey, <laughs> it's really good to see you again. <laughs> So <laughs> under these circumstances, under the circumstances, I'm really glad it was him because uh, <laughs> any other person would have been super awkward trying to explain why we have to, um, you know, Eric. dump all this smoke out of our house that or out of our. Tr- but that, uh, yeah, that sucked. That's great. In our church, we had a homemade hazer and, and used uh, mineral oil, I think, or baby oil or something like that. And it was really, yeah, it was weird weird the uh most hazers you do use a uh an oil-based material but they're you know for some people it irritates their lungs so we we have like a water-based material but there is some kind of something oily in there because you ever get that stuff on your hands it's kind of weird yeah it's weird but yeah we we got everything cleared out all the smoke cleared out though in time for the service and so nobody was the wiser good um Everything worked great. We just didn't have awesome lights like we were planning on having. Every Christmas story should end like that. You know, that's yeah. the way they're meant to be is there's there's trouble, there's problems, and then there is a wonderful solution. And at the yes. end, an old man winks, and it might have been Santa Claus the whole time. <laughs> it was the baby Jesus dressed up as an old man. <laughs> oh, uh, Merry Christmas. Have you watched WandaVision? Yes. Okay. Oh, wait, I've only watched two episodes though. So, There's three. Uh, so anyway, I need to get caught up. I'll probably do that tonight. Well, in the second one, it was just funny because you said baby Jesus, and and the lady said her rabbit played the baby Jesus in the <laughs> yeah in the nativity. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, if you're caught up on all your Marvel movies, you need to start watching WandaVision. Yes, um, we, it's awesome. It is. It's so amazing and deep, and you have to get on YouTube and watch all the uh, the the nerds go on about it so you'll catch all the stuff that you don't oh don't yeah catch, yeah you know anyway Definitely. we have some listener email you guys he says this is chetsky finman he says you guys requested the old weekly update sound and you guys said you would have to take it from an old episode and he said uh episode 113 has no talking over it and i i went to episode 113 and i pulled it um are you serious yeah i did so here it is Weekly, you shut your mouth. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> Update. So it, it clips wow. off at the end because I do talk over the trailing um, of the harmonica. Uh, the harmonica but uh, yeah, that wow, happened. To, Chesky Finman. That happened uh, to be kudos. the episode where you uh, admitted that you had the hots for a, a, a young uh, Haley Mills. <laughs> Haley Mills. <laughs> now listen, just since you're bringing that up, and there's a bunch of new listeners since then that probably haven't heard that. I have to clarify: I was a child at the time when I thought Haley Mills was attractive. Okay. Disney Channel. Pollyanna. <laughs> I don't remember which movie it was, but she was on it. Uh, Pollyanna, I, probably, yeah. Because Haley Mills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get any weird emails, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send your emails uh, to John, John not me. <laughs> uh, we want to thank our patrons, Fred Markle and K- Christy Cleaver uh, became $5 patrons this what? month and awesome. uh we are this week actually for the this month week. and we thank them for that and they're going to continue throughout the year to provide five dollars a month and that's awesome and that you, is super cool you can help us out too go to patreon.com slash that story show and get started and get more from your favorite podcasts because we do a whole lot more of this and a whole lot more stories um because we try to keep these to about an hour. So uh, iTunes reviews brought to you by my podcast reviews.com. Amazing says Fortnite noob 83. This is a five-star review for sure. If I would, I would rate it one zero. Well, he puts a lot of zeros. I counted them 39 zeros. So whatever number that is with a one in front of it, um, it's more than quintillion. So yeah, I don't even know that that's a, yeah, is that number. a Googleplex? I don't know. <laughs> but he said I would rate it that many stars. It is the best podcast ever, and whoever has anything bad to say about it is an LBB. 
One of the many tools of the devil. Now I must turn into a bat and fly away. Lemons, lemons, y'all. Fortnite noob 83. That's it. I just looked it up. That's a vegantillion. Whoa. V-I-G-I-N-tillion. A vegantillion? It's a number that does not eat meat or harm animals in any way. (laughs) That's right. That's crazy. That's a kind of rating I can get behind. Hi, James and John says little D11. I started listening in October. So I went back to the start and I'm listening to the first few episodes like the David days. Anyways, I listen on Apple podcasts and they took away all the episodes before episode 200. And I've already seen that the rest after it's a great podcast, but I hope it makes it on the show. Ding. Okay. We'll do it for this. Um, anyway, I, I, I put his in there because I want to address that. I had to change the feed. The feed was getting too large and, um, a lot of, uh, podcasters, uh, like not, not iTunes, but like, um, uh, Stitcher was having problems with mm. it. And so we had 367 items in the feed and I cropped it down to 200 and I have put the two, uh, I have made two new feeds, one for episode one through 199 and one for, uh, 200 through 299. And you can get at those right now by going to nlcast.com and click on that story show and you'll see the feeds right there. You just plug those feeds into your podcast uh, application and you will have access to all of the classic episodes. They haven't gone anywhere. They've just been moved um, to a new feed. I'm going to submit those feeds to uh, Apple uh, as soon as I can. I'm not sure quite how they handle archived feeds like that. They may not accept it. I don't know, but um if you want to listen to the classic episodes, they are available in lcast.com uh, or just go to thatstoryshow.com and uh, you'll see the, the RSS feeds. RSS feeds what you need to plug into your app so that you can see a list of all of the episodes. That's what RSS means. Really simple syndication. So That's there you super go. super cool. There you go. Now you know what we know. And I was wanting to tell everybody that and it's important that you know. So there you go. Where did the, I've been getting uh, emails all week. Where did all the episodes go? Ah! And, uh, and I've been, I've been cutting and pasting responses. <laughs> I've even got it copied <laughs> to my phone so I can just paste it right in. It's, they've got their own feeds now. Here they are. Blah, blah, blah. Check it out. So that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. Let's do some featured stories or real listener stories rather. Okay. All right, today's uh, stories are sponsored by, you know them, BetterHelp.com. What interferes with your happiness, ladies and gentlemen? I mean, I know it's fun to be funny on a show, but sometimes when everything's dark and there's nothing to uh, distract you, the, do the bad thoughts come? Does the, is the smile fade? Um, are there things that are stopping you from achieving the goals that you have for yourself, both personally, emotionally? And uh, relationally, BetterHelp.com can assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist where you can get help for that. Connect in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. And it's not self-help. It's not you going after it by yourself. It's you partnering with a professional counselor. And it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, which is nice. And financial aid is available for those that qualify. The service is available for clients worldwide. So wherever you're hearing this, you can access BetterHelp.com. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. So take advantage of the benefits of our sponsor. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor, at betterhelp.com slash that story show join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health again that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash that story show and we'd like to thank betterhelp.com for their sponsorship of that story show appreciate it this podcast is sponsored by skylight calendar let's be real running a household can be exhausting and chaotic and finding the perfect mother's day gift it's not exactly a no-brainer until now. 
The Skylight Calendar is the best way to organize the family and give everyone, especially mom, some peace of mind to enjoy the things that matter most. The Skylight Calendar is a smart touchscreen calendar that keeps track of and manages the chores, dinner planning, groceries, and to-dos for the whole family. The Skylight Calendar automatically syncs each family member's digital calendars and displays them all together on one color-coded touchscreen. It even doubles as a digital picture frame so you can finally share all those special moments that are just sitting on your phone. As a limited time offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight calendar when you go to skylightcal.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-C-A-L dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightcal.com slash easy. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. All right, let's do it. Uh, the Turnaround is what this one's called. It's by James Wyman. Hey, guys. Here's a story about the best prank from my college days. <laughs> oh, boy. That's going to be good. One day after uh, our last class, my buddies Trevor and Zach and I were studying and doing homework in one of the common rooms in our dorm. And after an hour or so of studying, Zach sets down his books and lays down on the couch, and he fell asleep in minutes. <laughs> the great thing about Zach is he's one of the heaviest sleepers I know. He is oh, man. He's perfect for pranking. Instead of being cliche and drawing rude things on his face, Trevor and I wanted to go above and beyond. We decided to move the couch. To understand how impressive this prank was going to be, let me explain to you something about our dorm. Our dorm is made of two halls, both north and south, connected at the ends by another long hallway. So imagine a giant square horseshoe lying on its side. We were studying at the South Hall, so we thought it would be a fun challenge to see if we could drag the couch with Zach all the way to the north end. So slowly, we drug the couch down the hall, couch grinding and vibrating, passing people who were bursting into laughter, seeing what we were doing. The trek from the South Hall to the North Hall was probably (laughs) 300 feet in total. Good grief. Once at the North Hall, we swapped uh zach and the couch with an empty one and we drug that one all the way back to the south and then we went to a friend's room to play some super smash brothers in an hour or two zach burst into the room yelling you jerks how did you turn the door around (laughs) (laughs) you jerks he he walked he woke up on the other side of the mirror basically (laughs) yeah what in the world that would be freaky dude Everything's backwards. Ah! So Trevor and I still bring up that story every time we get together. And I look forward to the next time we can catch Zach falling asleep. <laughs> Thanks Man. for the great show. James Wyman. Very creative. Very funny. Yeah. I love, I love college stories because it reminds me of the good old days. But uh, man, <laughs> I don't think we ever did anything like that. <laughs> Convince somebody pranks. they're on the, they're on the, uh, through the looking glass, so to speak. <laughs> right. Would have been awesome if they could have carried him into the the, the common area of the girls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm female. What? No. Well, how did I get in here? What? It smells funny in here. Uh, oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, speaking of girls, um, I, the next story we got here is that's what she said. Okay. And I'm I'm a big Office fan, and I'm afraid of what this story may tell us. So. Or maybe not. Maybe it's going to be good. Anyways, it's brought to us by Bill from Indiana. He says, greetings, James and John. I wanted to share with you a cautionary tale stemming from a home improvement project I tackled a few years ago. It's nonstop in my house, so I'm very familiar. (laughs) (laughs) There was a rather large shed in our backyard that had been better, that had seen better days. The floor was rotting. The wood siding was splitting and falling off. And the tin roof was rusting and letting in water. If I remember correctly, it may have even had a a lean to it. You know what I mean? Like Mm. the off of its uh, foundation, so so to speak. The shed was probably 15 by 20 feet at its base and was about 12 feet tall at its peak. We decided to 
that it was time for it to come down. Being the frugal individuals that we are, we knew we had to take on the project ourselves. As I surveyed the situation, I decided it would be best to remove the interior shelving so we could access the walls from the inside and bust off the siding from the inside. Hmm. That's, that's, so, that's, makes it sense. sounds scary. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense, but I'm a little frightened. You're, if it's you're already got inside to it. while it's being torn apart? I don't know. Yeah. And it's already got a lean to it, so you know it's kind of structurally... Anyhow, once once that would be done, we would loop a rope through the walls of the shed and pull the structure down. You know, I, I just thinking if if everybody did everything the way that made sense, we wouldn't have any stories. <laughs> it's it's true. It's true. It's true. Anyways, uh, my wife and I gazed at the structure with confident expectation. We had a plan and we were going to execute it. We put on our work gloves and protective glasses because safety first. Yeah, and selected our tools. She, being the sensible one, selected a traditional claw hammer. Me, being the same mind as Tim the Toolman Taylor, selected a 10-pound sledgehammer. More power. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there we go. He even spelled it out for us. (laughs) My wife let I should never do that again. (laughs) (laughs) Sounded like you slipped and farted at the same time. I'm going to be honest. I I knew what it was. It was from the show, but. I'm just imagining that's how the guy actually made the noise when he first did it. He's like, (laughs) I'm slipping, and I didn't mean to do that. (laughs) 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 Okay. My wife let me know that the shed was already falling apart, so a sledgehammer was overkill. I ignored her call for reason and decided to attack the first shelf. It was a three-leveled shelf that was attached to the wall of the shed. The leg holding the three levels of the shelf up seemed like a good place for me to start my demolition. It was a board that ran vertically from the floor of the shed all the way up to the top shelf. It was about four or five feet tall. In my mind, I thought that removing the support would allow the rest of the shelves to drop easily for removal. Hmm. <laughs> Always seems re- like it makes sense, doesn't it? Probably going to work. Yeah. Probably. I reared back my sledgehammer to initiate the first swing of the demo project and struck the bottom of the board. Upon impact, the board displayed Newton's third law flawlessly. As hard as I hit the bottom of the board, the top of the board came loose. (laughs) (laughs) It struck me right in the head. So the third law is for every action, there's an opposite and equal reaction. I guess so. I just imagined him at, at the fair. And, and he's doing that, that hammer thing, you know, and instead yeah. of ringing the bell, it, it just hits him right in the head. So anyway, <laughs> it, it makes me think of that scene where um, in Christmas vacation, where Chevy Chase is walking up in the attic and he steps on the one board and flaps <laughs> him in the face. Yeah. Love that part. Exactly. Anyways, he says, I've sustained some injuries in my day. I'm the youngest of three brothers in my family, and we certainly have had our wrestling matches incidents certainly had our wrestling matches i even played football in school where i delivered and received hits that were painful however this was the hardest i have ever been hit wow upon impact everything looked green (laughs) and i literally saw stars he went straight to green screen man (laughs) he was in a george lucas production (laughs) (laughs) ouch thankfully i didn't knock myself cold for my wife's sake I immediately dropped the hammer and held my head in <laughs> moaning in pain. <laughs> Why did I do that? <laughs> of course, my wife could only laugh at my idiocy. In her defense, she didn't really know how hard I hit it hit my head or how much pain I was in. She quickly switched to abject terror and panic when I removed my hat. Oh, great. Now I know why I'm reading this. <laughs> That's when the blood started flowing. Hi, <laughs> baby. Okay, that's when the blood, my screaming wife ran to the house to get a cold, wet towel to apply to the wound. Yeah, to the wound. In the state of delirium, pain and panic, I saw my hand was covered in blood. Blah, blah, blah. It didn't take long to cover the left side of my face either. So I was in a sorry state when my wife came back with the towel. It's bleed a lot. Uh, they do. They're so vascular. <laughs> All right. I got to get, I got to take a moment here because I just pictured this dude with a bunch of blood on his face and it's starting <laughs> to trigger my, 
uh, my pass out reflexes because <laughs> that's what I do when I see blood. Anyways, she didn't take it well. We went to the urgent care where I, <laughs> where I received some meds <laughs> to help in the pain, and the doctor was impressed by my level of self-destruction. <laughs> After examining the wound and prepping it, he proceeded... <laughs> He proceeded to pull a large stapler from the cabinet. Yikes! <laughs> it looked like just like one of those industrial kinds that you can buy at they a. They would have to tie me down, like five points articulation, neck, wrists, mm. ankles. I would have to be restrained. Uh, There's wait. no way. When I saw that thing coming out of the cabinet, I would be running. I don't care how I'd much like- damage. I'm going to go hit my head on this other wall so that I can you know, knock myself out because I don't think I could handle yeah. somebody putting staples Staple into my Staple in my skin. No. Nope. Uh-huh. Well, the doctor proceeded to put five staples in my head. Why not? To close the wound. It's a nice, n- uneven number. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I, he says, this is, that, this is his words, ka-chink, ka-chink, <laughs> ka-chink. I've had stitches plenty of times before, but this injury requires staples. Uh, <laughs> I was pretty impressed with myself. Yeah, I bet you were. Oh, yeah. Later. Oh, my head hurts. I have sympathy pain for this. Well, I'm happy to say that after our little diversion to the urgent care, we were able to get back home to work on the shed again. Oh, this yeah. Time, Let's just do it again. <laughs> Let's yeah. just jump right in. Don't take no time off. We still got to get that shed down, honey. Yeah, it's got to come down. It's important. I can't, I can't see straight, but, you know, the shed doesn't have the lean to it anymore. I don't know. <laughs> the stars are still there and everything's green. <laughs> well, he said this time um, I got to do it with a freshly stapled cranium. Oh. The shed again, I could see the board that I hit lying on the floor. To my shock, I noticed a nail sticking out about two inches at the top of the board. God, he could have killed himself. <laughs> he could have died, given him some self brain injury i praise god that didn't get it impaled into my skull i got my last revenge on the shed though a friend of mine has several acres of land and he let me pile up all the debris on a burn pile and light it on fire yes it was the biggest bonfire i had ever seen and i was most happy to see and there it. were just stars bursting from it it was crazy green <laughs> flames <laughs> Crazy, feels so good. I still have a scar along my hairline as a reminder of that fateful day. If only I would have listened to my wife. Love the show. God bless. Bill from Indiana. You know, Bill, I thank God also that you didn't put a nail into your brain because otherwise we wouldn't have a story. Because if you had died... It it wouldn't be a funny story. <laughs> no, it's, it's not that funny now with the blood and stuff. <laughs> your wife would not have sent it in. You know, the uh, funniest thing uh, happened to my husband. <laughs> I told him about that big hammer. Did he listen? No. Now he has oh. a nail in his head and he's dead. <laughs> Gee whiz. <laughs> oh, crazy times. Crazy times. I'm remarried now. Got a new shed. It's great. <laughs> Got a new shed. Uh, new husband takes my advice. Yeah. When we buried the old one, he used the appropriate size shovel for the job. So, oh my, he didn't injure himself. Oh, I'm glad you lived, Bill. Yeah, congratulations. We're glad you're alive, dude. And and uh, listen to your wife more often. And it is a cautionary tale to all of our listeners yeah. right now. Yeah, just study the structure before you try to knock it down, and don't go inside. Just, just <laughs> push it over. Push it over just from the it. outside. Hit it. Hit it from the outside. Anyway, mm. this was called catastrophe. Hello, John the Farting Angel. Oh. And James the Twisted Lying Brother Torturer. (laughs) Man, they love me out there, don't they? (laughs) I thought Farting Angel was an insult. (laughs) No. No, it wasn't. Twisted Lying Brother Torturer. Man, (laughs) James, that's a long one. You should put that on a business card. (laughs) I don't think it would fit. I'd have to pull it. My business card would be so long. I'd have to keep pulling it out of my shirt. Anyway, (laughs) first, let me uh, tell the story of the. Oh, 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 he's he's asking. He's making a request. I thought it was the story. He says, first, please tell the story of the barrel rope swing again. And that is a good that is a a suggestion that I've wondered about. And I want to get some feedback from the people. Um, Should we go back 
and take the classic stories from maybe episode one through 10, say, you know, the, the stories that were me and David's and should I retell them for a modern age? You know, it's been years. It's been well over 10 years. It's been like 12, 13 years. Um, should we retell these stories and, and put a new slant on it? I don't know. Uh, it would be interesting to do. So, uh, email me, uh, James at NLCast.com or that story show at gmail.com and let me know what you think. And there's also a contact form on the website at, at uh, that story show.com. So let me know what you think. I, I don't know. I don't want to do it and nobody cares, you know, like it's like redoing a classic episode, you know, of, wow. of a TV show. Is it going to be as good? I don't think so. So maybe somebody would. But it could be like, you know, redoing The Office. It could be really much that much better than the original British version. That's right? true. That's <laughs> true. The first episode was only 26 minutes long. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe it would be good. Anyway, secondly, he says, I've got a story. One day I was uh, six or seven and we moved and we took our pregnant cat with us. And mm. the new house was not entirely weather or animal proof. And there was a family of starlings in the ceiling of my room. I oh. thought they were amazing, but the cat did not share my sentiments. One morning, about a week before she had her kittens, she found a way up to the nest and attacked while we were all still asleep. Of course. Oh, no. that's, why, that's why they do that. The one-sided battle moved all the way from my second-story room down to the basement with me hot in pursuit. I was not allowed in the basement. So why were you not allowed in the basement? <laughs> That's kind of scary. Scary. What are you what you are can you go about? anywhere in the house, son, but the basement. basement. Stay out. The basement's for your father. Anyway, I was not allowed in the basement, so I panicked and screamed for my mom to save the bird. Moms can fix anything, right? Well, <laughs> not only did she refuse to save the bird, she wouldn't even let me kick the cat when it came back up. <laughs> well, Good. I don't like cats either, but pregnant cats, you can't kick them. Sorry. Mm. She said the cat must have been nesting. So she was relating to the cat. That was the problem. Ah, uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, that's what he says. Uh. Also, mm. he tells me, don't be so mean to dogs. They will love you no matter who you are. Thank you for doing my story, Patrick, the mean older brother. P.S. When my brothers were younger, I convinced them that if you let the microwave beep three times, it would explode and kill them. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That's awesome. It's like the ice cream truck only playing music when they don't have ice cream. That's right. Don't be mean to dogs, he tells me. I'm not mean to dogs. I just don't like dogs. I'm never <laughs> mean to them. I'm not. You were mean to that cat, meaner than I've ever been to a dog. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious how in the world do you get starlings in your house? I don't know. I mean, he said it wasn't animal proof, but man, that's that's pretty serious. Yeah. Old bird's nest up there. I don't know. I don't know. I've still got squirrels in my attic, by the way. Mm. You know how much it's going to cost me to get them taken out? It's going to cost no. $1,200. Oh. So $1,200. Yeah, they've got Doesn't a. That include the tree thing? It, it, the, no, the tree was its own deal. So, oh, yeah. Boo. Yeah. Anyway, read it, read it, read me a girly grandma story. Okay. I will. This comes to us from another Indiana resident, Reagan. Uh, and this is how it goes. This takes place when my grandma was a kid. Her mom had just taught her how to embroider when something horrific happened. <laughs> Well, let me guess. <laughs> she was happily <laughs> stitching away when she lifted her project. Why do I lift my leg when I pull my project up to my face? She asked in confusion. What do you mean, honey? Her mom asked, even more confused. Watch. She lifted her project up and up went her leg with it. <laughs> oh, no. What? You just sewed that to your pants. <laughs> <laughs> you sewed your project to your pants. That's kind of awesome. Yeah. But it was worse than just her pants. My grandma managed to sew it through her shirt, through her pants, and then back through her project. So, so it was like a, it, it was, it was, uh, it had multiple locations there. It was, it was like a hinged thing, you know? Yeah. Like, it went through her shirt and her pants. It was like a permanent part of her wardrobe. 
Now, she told me this while teaching me to embroider, so this made me very aware of what I was sewing through. Luckily, I made it through the whole project without going through my pants or my fingers. Yeah. Like the kid in the last episode. Mm. Uh, this is, this is, <laughs> that is the story of how my grandma got into such an embroidery craze that she made a new fashion pillowcase pants. Hey. <laughs> At least you didn't have that extra large pocket. Yes. Pocket, pillowcase pants. Pocket big enough for a pillow as it pocket. as it happens to be. Pillowcase pants. Oh, Reagan continues. PS, I hope it makes it on the show. <laughs> I'm only saying that because everybody else does. Yeah, yeah, we know why you say it. You like to make me push the button. That's the thing. Yeah. All right, this one's you? middle school drama. Um, uh, um, it. Uh, move out of the way, stupid. Um. All right, this is from Kason. Kason says, uh, one day over winter break, my mom was taking a nap. I want to say this is heavily edited. I had to edit it quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good enough. Because it's, now it's legible. It wasn't legible before. Later... When she woke up, she asked us if my sister had fed her pot-bellied pig. My sister was not out there. If you did not already guess, we do not have a pot-bellied pig. <laughs> okay. I had not started guessing yet, but I'm glad you told us. Because <laughs> I would not have I would have eventually wondered, and I, I wouldn't have had an answer. So we thought that my mom was talking about our guinea pigs, but she was not... Because then she said the one my sister got at school today over winter break. So basically she's saying the pot belly pig that your sister got at school today over winter break. I'm trying to interpret for you for the middle school. Got it. Out there. Thank you. Later, she took my sister to get a surprise. I thought she was going to get my sister an actual pot belly pig, but no, she got her new glasses. <laughs> okay. Sur- surprise. Yay. <laughs> Don't you love it? How, where does the pot belly pig come in? How does <laughs> what, did, did the mom have some trouble? The mom with, was taking a nap. She wakes up and she says she asks somebody, did the sister feed the pot belly pig? Well, no. the sister was not even there. And they no. don't even have a pig. And so he thought she must be talking about the guinea pigs, but she says no. The one that your sister got at school over winter break. And uh, wow. And so she was really confused after a nap, basically. And then later, she, she the mom took the sister to get a surprise. The boy thought, hey, I'm getting a pot belly pig out of this. But no, she just got new glasses. <laughs> so there you go. Translated from the world of the middle schooler to your ears. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. I always appreciate a good middle school drama. I don't know. It's it's it brings you back to your your days. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to tell no. stories hard. Stories are hard. They are. They are. And 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 it's always I'm always impressed by the the level of quality stories we get here. So yes, we're great. But speaking of stories, though, I got another one. I got one. This one's, read this one's bad, and I gave it to you on purpose. Oh, thank it's you. It's terrible. So it's so bad. It's so bad. It's the worst story ever read. Oh, great. It's, great. Not, it's not the worst one I've ever read. I got that this week, and I had to, I had to sacrifice it. It's never going to be read on the show or the bonus content. It's so bad. Really? Yeah. Word it to me so I can read it. <laughs> I... I, I the, I have a confession to make. I didn't get to pre-read these stories. Okay. Because of what Surprise! I was Surprise! This is going to be a, I mean, they're all, okay. It's this, terrible. This comes from Fred Markle, who is, is one of our brand new patrons. I so know, Fred, but it's terrible. I want to thank you and uh, in advance for this. I don't mean it's I'm, terribly written or it's a terrible story. I mean, what happens is terrible. Okay. All right. Here we go. I'm excited. Here we go. This is, this is, uh, Wonderfully uh, titled The Sacred Bathrobe Dance. (laughs) (laughs) Sacred. Hey, James and John. Fred from Hanover, Pennsylvania. Longtime listener and fairly sure first-time writer. Fairly sure that's that's definite. Yeah. You guys are awesome and have helped brighten my day for many years. Thank you. Thanks for all you do. Yes, and thank you, Fred. That's a very kind compliment. Um, Our pleasure. It's our pleasure. It indeed is our pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> this story involves my 12-year-old self. My family and I were supposed to be going to a wedding the next day, so per usual, my mother wanted me to wear something nice. I grew up in an old schoolhouse that was built in 1884. How cool is that? Yeah. Yeah. So needless to say, the rooms weren't always built to the correct ceiling height or normal proportions. <laughs> My closet was no exception. It had the door in the center and two small, narrow storage areas to both sides. This created a tight and dark spot to hang my clothes, and it was usually also crowded with other junk. My mother called me into my room to help her pick uh, something out for the wedding. After getting my clothes picked out, my mom was going to be uh, was going to be headed to the shower, and, and was in her bathrobe. All right, I'm going to pause here for a second, okay? Because I got to prepare myself mentally. All right. So, it, mom just said, "Hey, son, Fred, come on, help me pick something out." Yeah. They did that, and now she's going to go take a shower. Yeah. Yep. And she's in her bathroom. Yep. Okay. Bathroom. Yeah. As I enter my room, I find my mother in that tight, dark closet reaching around to find me the clothes she wanted me to wear for the next day. All of a sudden, I hear the loudest, most terrifying shriek I have ever heard come out of my mother. She then proceeded to run out of my closet, dancing around, and to my poor 12-year-old eyes, (laughs) (laughs) Come on, say the words. Okay. Say them. Okay. Immediately ripped off her bathroom. <laughs> we need that sound effect, that scary music in the Oh yeah, it's too <laughs> uh, Wait, James, there's more. Oh great. Unfortunately to my horrified self, she was wearing nothing. <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, There's nothing you can do, uh, Fred, except for go pour some bleach in your eyes. (laughs) I don't recommend that, by the way. That's not. No, don't try that at home, kids. Um, It's not a challenge. Okay. So she she was in the closet. Uh, Something (laughs) apparently chased her out, and she disrobed, literally, uh, much to the dismay of poor Fred, and here we continue. Unfortunately, to my horrified self, she was wearing nothing else under that robe. After the initial shock of it all, I said, what the heck is going on? My mom yelled, a mouse crawled up my robe. <laughs> just a mouse. I'm sure she said it just like that, too. Yeah. I'm, it's more like, a mouse crawled up my robe! <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> After searching for the mouse in her robe, she found it. And it was actually just a balled up tissue in her robe pocket. <laughs> she, 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 she let the sacredness of her body out. Of, of its, for a balled up tissue. For a balled up freaking tissue. <laughs> After a few weeks, my vision did return. <laughs> I still harass my mom to this day about the tissue in her robe. <laughs> Fred says, you guys rock and I hope this makes it on the show. Oh, crap. I have to hit the button. Oh, my goodness. Fred, what are you doing oh. to us, man? Oh. Well, <laughs> mm. Poor Fred, man. I, I don't. I, I, uh, I am blessed enough to say I have never seen my mom naked. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That, I don't know how many people can say that, but <laughs> I've never, never seen her naked. Thank God. I'm raising my hands right now to heaven, worshiping, actually. Yes, yes and amen. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you in that club. Yay. Uh, but this poor guy, Fred. <laughs> poor Fred. <laughs> I hope that was worth becoming a patron of right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, poor Fred. Uh, his, <laughs> a week later after I got my vision back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's oh. good that you have something you can harass mom with. Ooh, oh, um. oh, man, bad choice of words, by the way, harass. All right, um, <laughs> it's closing. It's you time. said that it's time. Do you have a funny life story? Have you ever 
Have you ever uh, come close to becoming a Chick-fil-A grilled wrap by, via fireballs? Are you, uh, have you ever been convinced a guy you turned into a dorm? Or no, have you ever convinced a guy that you turned a whole dorm around by moving his sleeping location? Have you ever ignored your wife's advice and almost killed yourself by making taking down a shed from the inside? Have you ever had your nesting cat clear out a harmless bird and your mom did nothing to stop it? Have you ever sewn through your clothes while embroidering and not even realized it or thought that you were getting a pot-bellied surprise and got a pair of glasses instead? Have you ever seen your mom dance in her birthday suit and convinced that, <laughs> <laughs> convinced that there was a good reason for it? Whatever your story is, send your stories, email or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. And if we used your story, we owe you a sticker. Email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. Thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to producers James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, and Carrie Wright. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash that story show. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, painful, or naked happens to you, don't get stressed! <laughs> don't get depressed! You you actually are allowed to get depressed if you go through what what uh, <laughs> our friend, friend went through. But uh, just think, hey, this belongs on that story show. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks, John. Thanks, James. Thanks for taking all the bad stories. Ah, well, <laughs> it's my pleasure. It's it's the the, the least you can do. You know, I, I do put the show together. Uh, mm, I deserve it. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.